everyone, and welcome to episode two of the Luna's Galaxy podcast. My name is Emmy, but you can also call me Luna, and I'll be the host of this show. The Luna's Galaxy podcast goes live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and other podcast services on Tuesday every two weeks. That is the new schedule. I said I was gonna, I didn't know what I was gonna do last episode because it was the first episode, so I didn't really know, but, um, I think every two weeks on Tuesday is what is going to work for me. Like, I, full disclosure, I'm recording this on Thursday <laughs> because, you know, this stuff takes time. Uh, last time I just kind of recorded and put the episode out as fast as I could. I did all editing in one day. I did recording in one day. I did everything very fast, but I know that's not always going to be possible for me as a working woman. <laughs> so, um... Every Tuesday, every two weeks, that gives me the weekend to do what I have to do. Obviously, even before the weekend, because I'm recording this on Thursday. And then, you know, if I'm, like, really behind, I have Monday. So, I think Tuesday is just what's going to work for me. So, every, not every Tuesday, every two weeks on Tuesday, um, a new episode of Luna's Galaxy is going to come out. So, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. That's what I've decided. So yeah, look forward to that. But anyway, I'm sure you're more invested in this episode than next next two weeks. Next, I, I don't know how to phrase this. It's very weird trying to phrase because like every week just sounds normal, but it's like every two weeks because I'm busy. So anyway, it's fine. Um, <laughs> for this episode, we have four segments. We have gaming news what I've been playing, we have the question segment, and the topic of the show. We have a topic of the show today, which we didn't have last time because it was the first episode, but today I want to talk about why we need a remake of Persona 3, and I've talked about this a bit on Twitter and I'm sure on Twitch as well, but I want to go in depth. I want to go in depth into it today, talk about it a bit more, and it's pretty relevant. It's very relevant, which is why I decided to do this. I have like a little notes like on my notes app on my phone I just write down like some ideas I have for potential topics of the show because there are quite a few that I have um but this one was relevant so you know I went in the notes app uh, I seen on Twitter actually that uh I think it was a few days ago was like the 15 year anniversary of Persona 3 I want to say and so I was like okay we'll talk about Persona 3 remake and once we get into the news uh, you'll also see that uh, it's Persona's 25th anniversary, which is crazy. And they're teasing some stuff, so it j it's relevant, okay? It's relevant. We're going to talk about it. We need to talk. <laughs> but anyway, let's get into the gaming news. So, uh, when was the last podcast? I don't know. So this is for the last, like, two weeks-ish. Hopefully nothing major comes out <laughs> after I record this. But, you know, that just means more content. More content for next time. So, uh, gaming news. The Switch OLED got announced. I don't know if I should call it, like, OLED, OLED. I don't know. I don't know how they said it. I don't know how I'm supposed to say it. But the new Switch got announced. And this is, like, old news. <laughs> Honestly, this is, like, old news. Now you probably are already heard a bunch about it. But, um... I haven't talked about it yet, but um, it's not for me. It is not for me, I will say that. Um, everyone was expecting this Switch Pro, and it is not a Switch Pro. <laughs> it's definitely not a Switch Pro. Um, it has a bigger screen, and obviously an LED screen. That's basically it. Like, that's the only 
thing that's like for me but um everything else like there's a an adjustable thing to hold it up i guess it's better than the one that's on the original switch is there one on the original switch i think there is i don't use it so i don't know but um there's there's really not much like if there was some sort of performance upgrade i might consider it but as far as i know there is literally no performance upgrade so i'm just gonna hold off i've never bought any of those sort of upgraded consoles like the ps4 pro i don't really know if, like the new 3ds for example although i doesn't dsi count because there was like the ds Lite and the dsi okay so maybe i have but like that's a different story I feel like that's different because they're handhelds and they're cheaper and yada yada yada. But I haven't had anything like that, so I don't know if I would upgrade at all, to be honest. But I'm keeping my eye on it. But the Switch OLED is not for me. That's not what's going to get me to upgrade. Um, next, there was a new state of play. This was, I think this, was this past Tuesday or last week? No. I think it was last week as the time I'm recording this. I... My mind's all over the place. I don't remember a lot. <laughs> but there was a state of play recently, and I didn't get to watch it live because I was at work. And I don't think I really missed anything. Usually when there's, like, a state of play, if it's E3 uh, and a direct, literally anything, uh, usually there's something on my, like, Twitter timeline. Usually there's at least a few people that are happy about something. You know, a game was shown off they were really excited about. Usually there's at least a few people. <laughs> That are either like live tweeting or like retweeting trailers and you know you know the likes but i did not see <laughs> i didn't see any of that for the state of play i literally i only know what happened because i also like i listen to other podcasts and i kind of heard them talk about it but like when it happened i literally did not see anything on twitter uh basically there was more death loop which i don't know if anyone really wanted to see that we've seen a lot of death loop we knew going into the state of play that we were going to see Deathloop, and I was like, boy, do I not need to see this game anymore. <laughs> um, the game looks fine, I just feel like they've shown us so much of it. But anyway, um, I think there was a trailer for Lost Judgment, which is the new Judgment game. Um, I still haven't gotten to playing the first Judgment, so <laughs> gotta get on that. Um, but as for everything else, I literally, I don't remember I don't remember what I heard about the state of play. There was not much there. And I know a lot of people on Twitter I've seen were getting, like, really excited, like, hyping it up and kind of wanting to see, like, Final Fantasy 16. That was the big one I seen. There was a few others, but it was mostly Final Fantasy 16 people wanted to see. And I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'd be hoping for that going into it. And I'm glad that I set my expectations pretty low because I know a lot of people had their clown faces on <laughs> so you know there was not much at the state of play um there are two other news stories that i think we can talk about a bit more they're a bit more relevant um so persona's 25th anniversary that is approaching it, it hasn't happened yet right i don't know i probably should check this but persona's 25th anniversary is this year and atlas posted a website teasing seven announcements and this website had new art of, like, all of the Persona protagonists, even Persona 1 and 2, and Persona 3, uh, FMMC, which, who would have thought? Who would have thought they remembered? <laughs> um, so they posted this new website, there's gonna be seven announcements, which I think they're starting 
expected to reveal in September. I could be wrong about that. But um, seven new announcements, which is a lot. And you know what I hope? <laughs> you know what I hope one of them is going to be? It's a Persona 3 remake. It's what I need. But um, very interesting, very intriguing. And also, there was one part of the website. So they have, like, art in order of, like, all the games, I think. I don't know if this is just something I've seen on Twitter or on the website. I think it was on the website. Where, you know, Persona 1, Persona 2, Persona 3, like, yada, 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 Persona 4, Persona 5. And then there was, like, a secret thing. So, I think they're teasing Persona 6, you guys. I think one of the announcements is going to be an announcement of Persona 6. Um, also, uh, there was an article that came out saying how Persona 6 is in development. And I did confirm that. Um, I think that might have been confirmed for a while, but there was a new article about it, so it's, I've been thinking about it. And then this website came up, and I was like, ooh, ooh, maybe, maybe Persona 6? I hope it is. I hope we get to see Persona 6. That would be a cool, you know, one last big announcement for the anniversary. I would love to see it. Um, I don't really know <laughs> what to expect, though. So, seven announcements... So I am obviously hoping that one of them is Persona 3 Remake. It is what we deserve, is what that game deserves. I'm also hoping Persona 4 Golden is going to come to PS4 and Switch. This is how long have we been asking for this? I, it makes sense. Just fucking do it. What else could there be? I, I had another idea and now I don't remember what it was. We could get another Persona 5 spinoff. I think that's reasonable. I don't think they're done with Persona 5 yet, unfortunately. <laughs> I think we could get another Persona 5 spinoff. We could see, like, a Persona 5 Arena game. You know what? I would love to see. <laughs> and I doubt this would happen, but I would love to see it if they had, like, a Persona racing game. I like racing games. You know, Mario Kart, Crash Team Racing. I don't know if Atlas could, like, do that good. Like, I don't know if it would be good, but um, I'd play it. Like, just, like, uh, sort of like Persona Q where it has, like, the characters from 3, 4, and 5. Or, like, Q2 is where they have the five characters. But, um, something like that. Like, I don't want individual Persona 3 racing. Persona 4 racing. Like, no, just put it all in one. Uh, <laughs> I think that would be cool. <laughs> I'm probably alone in that, but... A girl, a girl can wish. A girl can dream. Um, I would also like to see them do just like something for Persona 1 and 2. I have never played those games. Like full disclosure, I've not played Persona 1 and 2. I don't know what would be best to do with them. If it would be a remake, if it would just be a port of the games to like Steam, Switch, whatever they want to do. I personally want a Persona 3 remake more than the older games. I, j I just don't know how viable it would be to remake those games like financially because like they aren't the big three. <laughs> They're not the big three. Like, no one talks about them. I, like, could it help people get into the series? Or, you know, get caught up on the series, I guess I should say. Because there are a lot of new fans of Persona 5 that haven't even played, like, 3 and 4. Um, let alone, like, the older, older games. But, um, I really, I don't, I don't know if they would do that. I think it would probably just be better to remake 3. Because then you, I feel like you would have more old fans and new fans going back to that instead of uh, the really older games. I feel like that would, it would take more effort to remake those ones, but like I said, I don't know shit about those two games. Um, so I don't know. I, I'd be interested. I might dip into it if they did decide to remaster 
remake, port those games. I am interested, but uh, I want Persona 3. <laughs> I want a Persona 3 remake. But, like, seven announcements is a lot. Like, say everything that I just said <laughs> gets announced. So, like, one could be Persona 3 remake. Like, I don't know how they'd be counting these two. It's like if they decide to port Persona 4 Golden, as well as, like, I don't know, Persona 3 Fez, would that be one announcement, or would that be broken up into two announcements? Like, it's really weird, but I'm really curious to know what they are. I, do I think everything will be for me? Probably not. But, you know, I'm hoping for that Persona 3 remake. <laughs> and who knows what else. I think there could be some cool stuff here. I don't really want to play another Persona 5 game. I know I sound, like, really bitter whenever I talk about Persona 5. I just, I feel like I got burnt out from it when I played Royal, and now I'm, I'm just sick of it. I don't want to see, I don't, I don't need to see the characters anymore. I don't need their story. Uh, just give me, like, Persona 6. That's all I want at this point. But I, I would assume one of the new announcements is going to be a Persona 5 spinoff. Could be Arena. I think that would be cool. But, um, anyway... I guess that's about it for uh, the 25th anniversary thing, because really it's all just speculation right now, and I kind of talked about my speculations, but I'll keep y'all updated as more stuff comes out. Actually, I seen today that they have, like, new merch out on the website. I seen there was, like, a mug, there's, like, acrylic stands of uh, the characters. There's a few other things, but those are the ones I remember. Um, so there is some 25th anniversary merch. If you're at all interested in that, uh, I'm not, but it's there. So I have one more piece of news for you, and I want to talk about this, not because I'm really that interested in the game, but because I think it's a conversation that we need to have. So there was an article that came out yesterday, and one of the developers, I can't remember exactly who it was, maybe I should check that, but it was basically saying that Psychonauts 2 has an invincible mode because all people should be able to enjoy games. And I cannot agree with that more. Um, there was, it was starting a lot of Twitter discourse, of course, because that's just how that app works. And a lot of people were doing this thing where they're like, ah, like, real gamer, fake gamer, like, um, like almost like the elitist bit of like, if you play a game on invincible mode, are you really playing a game and yada 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 it's just like grow up <laughs> like just grow up go touch some grass not everything is about like mm. it's it's almost it's kind of difficult to articulate my frustrations with it but I think at the end of the day it just comes down to difficulty options are also like their accessibility options and we need to talk about that because you know, I, I hear these arguments of, like, you know, you should play the game on normal or, I don't know, I guess normal mode is what people will say. You should play the game on normal mode because that's what the developers intended you to do. And I just don't think that that argument makes much sense. <laughs> because right in the article, uh, you can see that the developers intend for people to play the game how the hell they want. And obviously that's probably not going to be true for every developer. But if the option is there, just let people play games how they're going to enjoy them. Um, and there was specific discourse about, like, journalists playing uh, video games for review on, like, the easiest difficulty setting. And I'm like, I just, I don't see the point of saying 
that certain reviews are worthless or that they're just not worth as much even when you play the game on easy mode versus if you play the game on like normal mode. I don't see that how that argument makes sense because at the end of the day, there's still going to be probably a lot of people who are going to play that game on easy mode. So like, I, you know, I can't understand kind of saying, you know, if you're doing a review, maybe you should, you know, say what difficulty you played on to give more context for your entire review and, you know, your experience. But, like, can we not shame people? Like, can we just stop shaming people for wanting to play games the way that they want to play games? Because, you know, I've played games before. I usually play games on, you know, normal mode. Um, if it's a game that I'm not, like, if it's a genre that I'm not as familiar with, I might do it on easy mode. If it's a game that I'm really familiar with, like Kingdom Hearts, I might do it on a critical or proud. Um, but there are some games that are just really fucking hard. Like, whether it's because I don't play the genre that much, or they're just really difficult. And, you know, sometimes you want to keep playing a game. Because you're really enjoying it, you're really invested in the story, you like the world, whatever. But maybe it's a bit too hard. And you don't want to completely stop playing the game because you can't get past this certain section. It's like, you know, maybe I could if I wanted to put, like, five hours into it and that would eventually make me, like, hate the game and it wouldn't even be enjoyable at that point. Like, maybe I could do that. But when you're talking about accessibility, it's like not everyone is going to be able to do that. <laughs> like, you know, maybe if I want to put the time into it, I could and maybe I could, but maybe I couldn't as well. And I just think we have to make games accessible. Like, because most of the time it's not that hard. I mean, I don't know how game development works. I probably shouldn't say that. But, you know, you, you get what I'm trying to say here. If someone wants to play a game on Invincible mode, just let them. If that's going to be how they enjoy their experience with the game, just let them do it. Um, it's not affecting you. So why do you care? <laughs> You know, you don't have to play the game on Invincible mode. You don't have to do that if you don't want to. It's there for people that want to. And everyone wants to experience games differently. People play games for different reasons. I know, you know, a lot of people enjoy playing, you know, games like Kingdom Hearts on Critical mode because they really want to learn uh, the gameplay mechanics and, you know, really learn a lot and challenge themselves. But for some people, they don't want to challenge themselves. And they might just want to play on beginner because that's what is fun for them. Here's the thing. Video games are supposed to be fun. <laughs> if you have fun by challenging yourself, go ahead. Play games on hard mode. Do whatever the fuck you want that makes you have fun. But if you are someone like me that just likes to like... If I'm playing Kingdom Hearts, sometimes I just want to hit shit and I want to see myself do a lot of damage. <laughs> and so I, like, I'll play on easy mode sometimes because that's just more fun for me let people do what they want um i just think it's really important to talk about because like i'm just very frustrated i'm just very frustrated when you know people act like games are only supposed to be played one way and you know they talk about like the developers intentions and It's, I'm very frustrated over this, and, you know, every now and then the debate comes back of, you know, should there be difficulty options in, like, a Souls game, and to that I would say yes. <laughs> like, do we really need to talk about this? Like, <sighs> it hurts my head. 
but I just, I hope out of my frustration, and I know I'm not uh, phrasing this in the most articulate way, because it is, it's a very important topic, and, you know, I say what I can about it, but it's not always easy to articulate these things, I guess. So, like, my explanation might not have been the best, but there has been a lot of people on Twitter talking about this and why difficulty options are also accessibility options and everyone should be able to enjoy games, which is what the developer of Psychonauts 2 said, and it's just very important, y'all. Play games how you want, do not feel ashamed if you are playing on the easiest difficulty, and, you know, don't put people down as well. If you are someone that plays on, like, really hard difficulties and you are of the opinion that, um, you know, just play games the way the developer intended and don't play on easy mode if you want, like, the best experience. Like, grow up. <laughs> Who cares? Just play games how you want and don't shame other people. We need more accessibility in video games. And I really think that that's the way that the industry is gravitating towards, which I'm very grateful for. I mean, obviously, um, not many games have had an invincible mode before, at least not to my knowledge, but it is really important. You know, it's not just someone being a lazy gamer because they don't want to drive themselves crazy trying to learn game mechanics and yada yada yada. Some people just want to enjoy a game and let them do that. And also, there are obviously going to be times as well where maybe you can't play the game. Maybe you, like, physically cannot do the thing that the game wants you to do. And you just want to fucking play it, get through the story, get through that one section even. Just let people do that. Just, just stop. <laughs> just stop being mean to people and stop saying that people's opinions are worthless if they play on the easiest difficulty. And just stop. It is, learn more about accessibility. Just read some articles about accessibility in gaming. Open your mind. And yeah, that, that's about all I have to say. But I thought that it was important to talk about. I don't know how well I talked about it. <laughs> but I, I hope that even, you know, maybe if you've never even thought about this before, uh, just think about it. Because I do understand that a lot of people just haven't really heard the perspectives of other people when it comes to this this stuff. So, you know, just think about people want to have fun. <laughs> Not everyone plays games for the same reason that you play games. And that is okay. Maybe you like to challenge yourself, but not everyone does. <laughs> so, I hope I brought some perspective. If, you know, you were reading this stuff on Twitter and, you know, you were agreeing with, you know, what other people were, say were saying about uh, playing the, the way the developers intended. And, you know, so I hope I at least brought some perspective. So, if you were of that mind, then maybe maybe. Now you're kind of thinking, huh, I never thought about it that way before, because that just happens sometimes. But yeah, I think that's all I have to say about that. So now, <laughs> let's talk about what I've been playing. So, I still, <laughs> I still have not finished World End Club. I said two weeks ago on last podcast that I was going to finish it, and I still have not I'm literally at, like, the end of the game, and I still haven't finished it, but, uh, maybe next time, maybe, uh, next podcast, <laughs> I'll be done with it. My goal is to finish it this weekend, and I know that's what I said last time, but <laughs> maybe it'll actually happen this time. We'll see. <laughs> 
I think I can do it. Um, but I've also been playing a lot of Final Fantasy XIV. I recently got back into it. And you know what sucks, actually? <laughs> um, I got a two-month subscription from one of my friends. Thank you so much. Um, but he bought me a, a two-month subscription for Final Fantasy XIV. And literally, like, a few days after I, like, started playing again with that subscription, they had that campaign where it was, like, 14 free days. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I could have had these 14 free days and then, you know, use the two months and I would have had more time, more free time. But whatever, it's fine. Um, but I have been playing more Final Fantasy fourteen. I completely restarted. Um, I've been playing off and on for a few years. I never finished A Realm Reborn. But I've been playing off and on for years. I had this one character. She was a Lalafell. <laughs> uh, she was an Arcanist. And my new character is also an Arcanist. But um, I was only like level 37. And the problem that I had with Final Fantasy XIV was that I did like all the side content. Like all the side quests. I did all of them with that character. And that's why I was progressing so slow. <laughs> I did not realize that you're not supposed to do that. But, um, I started a new character. Her name is Luna, of course. Um, if anyone is interested, I am on the fairy server, if you ever want to play. But, um, her name is Luna. She is an aura. And she's also an arcanist for now. You know, maybe, maybe that'll change, but she's an arcanist for now. And I've been enjoying it. You know, I, I don't really have much to say because I'm not too far into it. Like, I just picked my grand company. Um, so, I still have a while to go, <laughs> but I'm having fun with it, I'm enjoying it, I want to at least finish A Realm Reborn before my, uh, 60 days are up, so, you know, I'm having fun, and that's really all I have to say, like, I, like, I'm still at the point where I'm replaying content, but I'm hoping that'll be over soon, like, I am catching up pretty quick, I think. But, yeah, I've been playing some Final Fantasy XIV, and I've been having fun with it. <laughs> so, <laughs> questions. Let's talk about questions. So, I asked you guys, uh, what game slash games do you associate with the summer and why? I asked you guys this on Twitter and on Discord, uh, in case you're listening and you didn't get to answer this time. If you want to next time, Twitter and Discord is where I post the questions. So, I asked you guys, what game slash games do you associate with the summer and why? And I'm going to read off some of your answers. I can't read off all of them, but I'm going to read a few that I feel like I can maybe uh, add something <laughs> add something to and, you know, talk about. So, uh, both Nautilus and Iron Aggro said Kingdom Hearts 2. Uh, and you both kind of talked about, um, you know, the iconic My Summer Vacation is over, which, you know makes sense. The very beginning of Kingdom Hearts 2 is the summer, obviously. Um, and I don't, I don't really, like, I don't associate Kingdom Hearts 2 with the summer, but I also, like, every year, like, the last week of the summer before I go, like, back to school, that's what I think about. So, like, most of the summer, I'm not thinking about Kingdom Hearts 2. I don't associate it, whatever. But, um, <laughs> like, that last week, before I go back to school is usually when I have that moment and I like I think about Kingdom Hearts 2 and sometimes I go back to it but um yeah <laughs> completely understandable and Matthew Boff this was in the discord uh said Black Desert Online it's an MMO really in-depth I have a lot of I had 
I have a lot more free time in the summer, so I always return to it for a few months. And completely understandable. I'm into Final Fantasy XIV right now. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't really have more free time right now, but I'm also playing an MMO in the summer, so I see where you are coming from. You know, when you got more free time, you might as well pay for the subscription. And then uh, Matt, our Discord and Twitch uh, mod, Matt, said, I associate Warframe because I always end up grinding it over the summer. Completely understandable. I also, I, I feel like I also tend to play a lot of grindy games in the summer. Uh, and then Oblivion said in Discord, uh, Journey, because of the warm sand desert area in the beginning, and deserts make me think of summer, even though they're just a type of land, lol. That's completely understandable. And uh, V also said, uh, Link's Awakening takes place on an island. <laughs> I haven't played Link's Awakening yet, but I might at some point. Nintendo games are just so expensive. <laughs> Um, and then James on Twitter said, uh, sounds strange because it's an all-year-round game, but Animal Crossing New Horizons, because you are, because you are on a deserted island, I guess. Um, completely understandable. Um, I, I associate Animal Crossing with, like, I feel like I'm forever going to associate it with, like, 2020 lockdown, like, quarantine era of time, which, I mean, it was definitely a product of its time. Um... I feel like I'm always going to associate it with, like, that's even just, like, the spring of when it came out, because that's when I played it the most, but I, when did I really stop playing? I think I fell off of New Horizons around July, so it is, like, a spring-summer game in my mind, just because that's when I played it, so it makes sense, makes sense, but at some point, I want to play more of it in, like, the fall and winter months, because I, like, I just did not do that at all, <laughs> so it is what it is. I've not done, like, the Halloween events or the Christmas events or anything, because I just, I played a lot of it when it first came out, and I guess I kind of got burned out from it, got kind of boring, but yeah, completely understandable, James. And then Trenton, wonderful mod Trenton in the Discord, said, funny enough, racing games like Forza Horizon, the open landscapes in different countries, each game feel vibrant and fun. Um, yeah. Also completely understandable. This was... It was the year Crash Team Racing Nitro Field came out, which I think was 2019. I don't know if I'm correct in that. <laughs> I, th I think it was 2019. Um, but when that came out, I played that, like, all summer. Um, because at that point, they were doing, like, the Grand Prix every month, where they would add, like, new track, and you could buy, uh, like, all the new characters, outfits, carts, yada, yada, yada. I played so much of that game, like, the online like, every, uh, night in the weekend, I would be playing online for Crash Team Racing, so I also associate a racing game with the summer. <laughs> I kind of want to get back to it, honestly. kind of miss Crash Team Racing, but I know that online is, like, probably dead by now, and I don't know, maybe I'll go back and try and do, like, time trials, and, uh, what's the other thing I'm thinking about? I don't know ghost things i don't know but um I, I might go back to crash team racing at some point it's my favorite racing game i love that game and then andre g and ryan giever on twitter said mario sunshine and this is interesting y'all because i might play mario sunshine next because even though i haven't okay i've never played mario sunshine before um but i want to i recently got it when uh 3d all-stars came out and I want to play it, and I think I'm going to play it soon. I think once I finish World End Club, hopefully this weekend, 
I'm gonna play Mario Sunshine because I usually play like one game on my PS4, one game on my Switch at a time. Uh, because I do go camping in the summer, so like if I'm out camping, I'm just like laying down, I wanna fucking do something, I might play my Switch. And so, I think Mario Sunshine would be a good game for that, so... I think I'm going to play Mirror Sunshine pretty soon, because it is like a summer vibe from what I've seen of it. I'm in the mood for it. I want to play it. So, next podcast, maybe I will have played it. <laughs> so, look forward to that, because I do want to play it. It is a very summer-like game from what I've seen. And, uh, yeah. I'll let you guys know what the question is. Uh, this week, I told you guys... I asked the question, uh, I want it like a few days before, I think it was Monday, today's Thursday, so like three days before I recorded, so I'll let you guys know in advance next time as well. But yeah, that's it for the question segment. So, topic of the show is Persona 3 Remake, which is what I want. So, basically the reason why, the main reason why I want a Persona 3 Remake is that there is no definitive way to play Persona 3, and that is a big issue. You know, if uh, I'm recommending you play Persona 4, it's very easy for me to say, okay, you should play Persona 4 Golden, because that has the extra content, it has the extra winter semester, um, it just has everything you need. <laughs> you know, same with Persona 5, we'll just say, hey, play Persona 5 Royal, that has all the content, whatever. But Persona 3 is different. So there's three different versions of Persona 3. There's the original, which obviously you wouldn't go to that one. Uh, that's on PlayStation 2, and there's Persona... Why did I why did I say it like that? And then there's uh, Persona 3 Fez, which was also on the PlayStation 2, but it did add a bit of extra content. Um, I found this. I've been uh, I I did play Persona 3 Fez for context. I played most of it. I didn't finish it, but I wasn't entirely sure what the difference is because I didn't play Persona 3 like first. Uh, whereas I played Persona 4, then I played Golden, played Persona 5, then played Royal. So, I'm more familiar with those differences, not as much with Persona 3 Fez and Persona 3, but um, I found an article on IGN, and it says, it includes an extra epilogue section with the final part of the story and a large area to explore and battle in. So, from what, I don't know if there was actually new content in the game, or if it was just, like, that extra mode that got added. I'm not entirely sure about that, but that's your big pro of what Persona 3 Fez adds to uh persona 3 and then you have persona 3 portable and persona 3 portable has a female protagonist which is the like it's not the only persona game with a female protagonist i know but out of the big three <laughs> it, it's the only one and um so that's a big pro that is a big pro to that game that's a female protagonist as a, a fellow female i like playing as a girl when I play games and so this is a big pro for me and it's honestly a shame that it's only importable um and also that didn't come back in like golden or uh royal for persona 4 and 5 why didn't I get a female protagonist there I why I would have loved that <laughs> it would have made the replays so much more interesting but anyway uh and here's the other thing with Persona 3 Portable that is a very big pro, is that you can control your party members. So if you've only played, like, Persona 4, Persona 5, uh, you'll know that you can control your party members. It's very easy. Um, you just give them commands like you do with the protagonist. Uh, base Persona 4, Base Persona 5, 
and golden and royal, they have this ability where you can control your party members. However, <laughs> for some ungodly reason, base Persona 3 and Persona 3 Fez do not let you control your party members. You can only control the protagonist. And it is one of the worst, <laughs> it is one of the worst things, honestly, about the game. It is incredibly frustrating when you are in battle, you know, you're just trying to not die. And then Mitsuru uses, like, I don't know how to say it, Marin Karen, Marin Karen, I don't know. But she makes the enemies, like, fall in love with her. And it's like, girl, stop. Or, like, if you're dying and, like, Yukari just won't heal you. Or if, like, everything's fine and she heals you. And you can, they do give you options. Um, you know, like, focus on attack, focus on healing, whatever. Uh, act freely. But, mm, it's not that great. <laughs> it's not that great. And I like having control of my party members. It makes things a lot easier. Um, and not just that, but just less frustrating. It is very frustrating when you cannot control your party members. Um, but you can control them in Persona 3 Portable. However, there's also a one big con to Persona 3 Portable, and that is that's on the PSP. <laughs> and so, like, graphical fidelity, like, just the amount of content that you can put on a PSP game versus a PS2 game is, it's not there. <laughs> so, it's, the entire style of the game is different. So, if you've ever played any Persona game, uh, you'll know that you control the character, you walk around, uh, you just interact with your environment around you, you can talk to people, whatever, you move around. That's how you do it. But Persona 3 Portable is almost like a point-and-click adventure game slash visual novel style. So, like, you'll see a picture of, like, the environment, and then you can just, like, move, like, a sort of mouse, like, cursor thing, and, like, click on, if you want to talk to Junpei, for example you would, like, move the cursor to his little, like, thing on the map and just click A instead of walking over to him and interacting with him that way. So it is very different. Um, it's, it doesn't look, <laughs> it, it does not look as good, obviously. Um, it is much more like a visual novel, which some people might like, but it definitely does not look as good as Fez. Um, the only exception to that being when you're in Tartarus, you can openly explore Tartarus, um, but everywhere else, you know, if you're at the, uh, what's it called? The, not their little house thing. The dorms. <laughs> like, if you're at the dorms, you can't openly explore the dorms, you just kind of point to where you want to go or who you want to talk to, um, so it is very different in that way. Now, we're going to talk about what I want so now that we've talked about Persona 3, Persona 3 Fez, Persona 3 Portable, I want to talk about what I want in a Persona 3 remake and why we need it. So first off, we need controllable party members. That is the big thing. That's the big thing. We need controllable party members. Like honestly, if Persona 3 Fez, if Persona 3 Fez had controllable party members, I might even say that this game only needs a remaster. But that is not the case, so I'm saying it needs a remake. There are, there are also, obviously, other reasons. But um, controllable party members is a huge thing. And, you know, I do think that you can rework uh, the battle mechanics in a way to make that work better. Just give people more options. Because from what I remember, Persona 3's gameplay is pretty bare bones. It doesn't have as much as Persona 4 and especially Persona 5. 
So they could kind of play with that, maybe add some stuff, adjust some stuff. But we really need control of the party members. We fucking need it. Um, also, female MC option. Please. If they go all the way. If they go so far as to remake Persona 3 and they do not include Femme MC, I will be so fucking upset. It would not surprise me at all. I would not be surprised, but I would be so upset. <laughs> we need the female MC. Like, y'all did all that work just to pretend that she isn't there. Come on. And, like, her story is kind of different. I haven't played as much of Portable as I have uh, Fez, but I have played a bit of it, and she does have, like, different social links. She has different music. Um, I think it'd just be cool to give people the option. Like, call me crazy. But I really think moving forward, the Persona series should have a female protagonist. That's what I'm hoping for. For Persona 6, I want a female protagonist. I need it. <laughs> I like playing as girls. What can I say? Um, but yeah, we need a female MC. Please don't forget about her. Also, we need better social links because this really threw me off when I played Persona 3 Fez. Um, when I played Persona 4, uh, if you've played Persona 4, even Persona 5, you'll know that you have a social link or a confidant thing with all of your party members. Um, regardless of who they are, you have a social link with them. But Persona 3 Fez, um, you only get social links with the female characters. You don't get one for, like, Junpei or Shinji or Akihiko if you're playing as the male protagonist in Persona 3 Fez. You don't, you don't get social links with them. You don't get to, like, delve deeper and spend time with them. And I think that that is a huge mistake. A huge mistake. Because a Junpei is one of my personal favorite characters in Persona 3, and I can't spend time with him. <laughs> Why can't I spend time with him, Atlas? It, I, it just doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. Um, you should be able to do that, and also, uh, it takes a while to, and I don't know if this, I just didn't know how to play Persona at the time, this could be a me problem, <laughs> but I remember when I was playing Persona 3 Fez, it wasn't until, like, the end game that I even unlocked like Mitsuru's social link, Yukari, uh, Fuka. Like it took a while and I never got very far in them because it took a long ass time to unlock. And I think that those are big issues. I want them to completely rework social links. And I know that's asking a lot, but I think if you want to create the optimal Persona 3 experience, you have to get to know those party members better. And um, I'm not entirely sure how this worked in Persona 3 Portable. If you played as female MC, I do know that she has some different social links. Uh, there are some arcanas where it's just like different characters completely. Um, but you can get those social links like Junpei, Shinji, uh, yada yada yada. If you play uh, as the femme MC in Persona 3 Portable. But I think the trade-off there is that then you don't get the female characters social links. So it's really weird. They really need to re rework that because I think I would have loved the Persona 3 cast a lot more if I could have gotten to know them better in the game. <laughs> um, you know, outside of main main scenario, main story, um, I, I really think that that would go a long way to getting people to love these characters more. We need it. We need better social links. And that is a huge, a huge request, I know. 
to completely rework that like that does take a lot of effort but I think it is necessary and obviously new graphics uh, what really got me thinking about a Persona 3 remake is honestly when I was playing Persona 3 dancing all night uh, you know just seeing these characters like they look so pretty <laughs> they look so pretty when they're not trapped on the PS2 uh, and like it's weird too because I remember when I played Persona 3 I never liked Fuka I like hated her I think I, I think I just didn't like her sprite honestly I think I don't like how she looked <laughs> but like when I was playing Persona 3 dancing all night they made her so cute and I was like I love her like she's one of my favorite like I don't know how that works but <laughs> just make everyone in HD make them look nice you can literally use the same models from the dancing game I don't care but new graphics obviously what else okay so I'm, I'm looking at my notes here <laughs> um also i want them to adjust tartarus uh to not be randomly generated which i think it could still work i think it could still work as being randomly generated um i don't think this is a must-have but i think it would help a lot um because even when you're playing persona 3 uh, when you get to different sections in tartarus there is like slightly different music maybe a slightly different color scheme like it does have little differences, kind of like mementos in Persona 5, um, but I think it would be a lot better if there was more design to it. And like I said, if this is going to be a remake, if they don't know how well this is even going to do, they don't want to put the budget into it to not make it ma randomly generated, I completely understand. <laughs> um, but I think it would be really cool to add in some more unique design stuff, uh, kind of like the palaces in Persona 5. Um, obviously, this isn't the topic of the show. But I have also thought about a Persona 4 remake in my mind before. And, you know, if you're going to do that, I would definitely say go full out. Don't make those randomly generated. Um, make them more like palaces in Persona 5. It would be so good. But I think it, you might be able to get away with it with Tartarus. Because just the way that it is, that it is structured it is more like mementos. Um, I think they could get away with it. But I think it would be cool also to see some differences. Um, but yeah... I think that that's those are my thoughts on a Persona 3 remake and why I think we need it. There is no definitive way to play the game. It's very hard for me to recommend to someone to play Persona 3, even though like I like I thought about going back to it honestly, but I was like I don't want to. Like at the end of the day, I don't want to <laughs> because Fez you can mod Fez to control your party members, but I don't know if it's worth it. <laughs> and I do like the Fem MC but uh the music isn't as good to be honest the remixes in three dancing i keep saying dancing all night but it's dancing in moonlight whatever it's fine the remixes of uh the female protagonist music are actually better than um like the actual songs in p3p but um you know it is what it is um i'll take what i can get for a persona 3 remake it doesn't have to be this huge thing i think it I think it could though i think it could be i just i want to replay it at some point because i did never finish it i got to like december <laughs> and then i stopped playing because i just i didn't know how to play games at the time and i completely fucked it up but um yeah i would like to see a remake and that's why i'm holding off on replaying persona 3 because i'm just hoping and praying that they remake it because i think it could work but anyway thank you so much for listening to the luna's galaxy podcast I'll be back on Tuesday, August 2nd for the next episode where we'll be discussing who knows what. 
If you want to be a part of the Luna's Galaxy community, you can join our Discord server with the link in the description if you would like to check it out. Uh, you can also keep up with me on Twitter, Instagram, or Twitch, where I am at EmmyLunaGames. I hope you all have a wonderful day, and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye!